Hi, everybody. Happy fucking Friday. Um, before I forget, let's just start off by saying I am drinking a Truly. It is a citrus squeeze. It is actually very tasty. Truly's are one of my favorites, and this one is actually very good, and the can is cool as fuck. Um, yeah, so yeah, you should try it. Truly, you should sponsor me. And Bud Light Seltzer. Wink, wink. But anyway, so it's Friday, and uh, I have a big episode coming up. I'm trying to finish my notes. Um, It's something that really freaks me out, so it's taking me a little bit longer than expected. But uh, I did want to give you guys a little mini-sode, and I am honestly super excited to cover this. And it is also something that has recently come into my life and it freaks me out. I'm very freaked out and disturbed by this. So I figured I would share this story with you guys and hopefully you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed researching. So uh, just a little update on my life. Still single and sad, not ready to mingle. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on in my life, but it's, it's, I'm still here. So that's it. Um, I did finally get my fucking septum pierced, which I've been wanting to for a while now. And I finally did it. I was super scared. My palms were sweaty as shit. Um, but I went to this place in Mesa, Arizona. If anybody, uh, wants to go they have uh yeah they have really good prices on piercing and jewelry and it's called rad a tat tattoo and yeah it was really cool the people were really cool and i was really scared uh knees weak arms are heavy vomit out of blah, 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 blah. yep m&m yep that one but anyway <laughs> mom spaghetti but anyway so i was really scared and I thought it was going to hurt really bad, but I have had, I think, like, what, three COVID tests? The one where they stab you in the nose hole and touch your brain. And that actually hurt way worse than this. It was a lot more uncomfortable than getting my septum pierced. So, yeah, don't be scared. I also have a high to- pain tolerance, so maybe that's just me. But it did not hurt. It's a little sore right now. But it'll heal, it'll be great, and yeah, I'm just really excited and I'm very happy with it. So, for all you people telling me that you don't think it's going to look good on me, I like it. And you don't have to look at me if you fucking don't like it. So, shut your whore mouth. Um, I got a new microphone. I hope it sounds okay. I did a couple tests, but now I'm talking for hours on end, so we'll see how this fucking goes. But I hope it sounds good. Um, it's called a mono, mm, probably not mono, mano, M-A-O-N-O, sure. Um, I also got a headset with it, but it's a studio headset, and I think it only plugs into, like, a soundboard or, like, an amp, or, uh, I don't know. It's, like, I don't know. It has two very large portholes and it's not going to fit into my laptop or into the microphone. So 
might be returning that unless anybody wants it. I'll, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. DM me at serial killers underscore seltzer. And uh, I will sell it to you <laughs> if I don't return it. But anyway, let's get into this. So this, episode five, is The Legend of Black Lake. Um, which it really should be the legend of the creature of Black Lake, but we're just doing this, okay? Um, so it all started on a cold, dark night in London. Uh, following a bad gig, two men, Howard and Vince, they were in a they were in a band. Obviously, they went whatever they had of a gig. It went terrible, um, and they were on a mission to get out of town and find somewhere new to start fresh. Uh, Naturally, they headed to a pub. Uh, This pub was called the King Prawn Head. King's Prawn... King... The King Prawn's Head, sorry. (laughs) Which a prawn is apparently like some kind of shrimpy type creature. Anyway. um, uh, In a small village near Black Lake. Uh... While taking in the scenery and talking amongst themselves about their next move, a nearby eavesdropper named Ramsey, a local artist who uh, specialized in shell art, uh, chimed in and suggested that the men go fishing on Black Lake. Uh, So Ramsey informed the men that the best time for fishing on Black Lake was right then because it was a nice breezy dark night and there was a full moon. So perfect um, a perfect setting to clear their minds and, uh, possibly get some, uh, inspiration for new songs or, yeah, to welcome inspiration into their minds. (laughs) So, Ramsey charged 40 euro to use his boat, which is about $48.50 in U.S. doll hairs, uh, So they paddled out in the middle of the lake and cast their lines out. Uh, Howard was excited to... Oops, sorry. Howard was excited to relax and clear his mind of their terrible gig. While Vince, apparently it was his first time fishing, uh, seemed to be catching fish after fish and ignoring everything Howard was suggesting. uh, Everything he was suggesting they focus on for their future gigs. Um, so eventually, uh, so anyway, whatever, Howard had no luck catching anything, was getting extremely frustrated with Vince, and, uh, Vince was also getting very cocky. So Howard kicked Vince off the boat to head back to the, to head back to land, so to head back to the pub, probably. Um, so he actually gave him an emergency dinghy. Uh, which is like a little life life raft, and it was inflatable, and Vince bl- was blowing it up for about 40 minutes before Howard handed him a hand pump, which I just thought was fucking hilarious. Um, when Vince returned to the pub with his abundance of fish, the fishermen were all in awe. One old fisherman began asking Vince how he managed to catch so many fish. So Vince began telling the story of his fishing trip it was a dark night and the moon was full i was out on black lake right at that moment the whole pub grew quiet one man frantically shouted you should never go fishing on black lake 
when the moon is full. <laughs> There's something out there, something evil. Vince began to know. Oh. oh, Vince begged to know what the creature was, the fisherman said. Legend says he's half man, half fish. But whatever he is, he's only, or he's one fishy bastard. Uh, others chimed in, saying, he's a ghost and doesn't exist. He has a hankering for human flesh, and the only way to hook him is by using child, a child's toe. First of all, why would you want to catch this creature? And B, where are, where are you getting these children's toes? Like, somebody obviously had to have tried this to have this information. So, like, how many children are missing toes? Um, so meanwhile, Howard is still out on the lake alone. Uh, he was so excited to have finally had a fish on his line. It was a fight. He struggled to reel in, uh, he struggled to reel the fish in, but when he finally pulled it in the boat, he realized it wasn't a fish at all. It was the creature of Black Lake. Disgustingly hideous, half-man, half-fish creature, covered in scales and seaweed. I guess it's like lake weed, but whatever. Lake weed in his hair. Uh, strangely enough, the creature seemed to speak English and be began uh, conversing with Howard. The conversation went as follows. Um, the Black Lake monster said, Hi there, Howard. Who are you? The creature said, I'm old Greg. Pleasure to meet you. Howard said, What What do you want, old Greg? Maybe I should ask you the same question. What you doing in my waters? I don't know what this accent is. Howard just, or Howard just taking in the air, you know, not fishing, old Greg. Then how come this hook's in my head, fool? Howard, it was nothing to do with me, sir, old Greg. It's attached to your rod, mother licka. Howard cries, don't kill me. I've got so much to give, old Greg. Easy there, fuzzy little man, peach. Hmm, you ever drink Bailey's from a shoe? Howard, what? Old Greg, want to come to a club where people wee on each other? Howard, no. Old Greg, I'm gonna hurt you. Howard, excuse me? Old Greg, I like you. What do you think of me? Howard, I don't rightly know, sir. Old Greg, make an assessment. Howard, I think you're a nice modern gentleman, old Greg says. Don't lie to me, boy. Howard, I'm not lying. Old Greg, I know what you think. Here comes old Greg. He's a scaly manfish who don't know, or you don't know me. You don't know what I got. I got something to show you. Old, old Greg proceeded to stand up in the boat and lift a pink tutu that he was wearing, revealing blind, revealing a uh, blinding ray of light coming from between his legs. Old Greg proceeded to explain to Howard that this was his vagina. That old Greg has a mangina. 
a man vagina, if anybody doesn't know. Uh, the sight of this mangina was much too bright for Howard to handle, and he passed out. That is the last place that I think I would want to pass out after old Greg showed me his mangina. Um, but anyway, so back at the king's prawn's head, uh, Vince and the fishermen are still discussing the terrible creature of Black Lake, talking, or, oh, talking about the creature from black lake when another fisherman enters the pub where howard oh wearing howard's hat he claimed to have found it washed to shore vince was immediately worried uh, for his friend obviously and knew it must have been were must have been the work of old greg uh a fisherman in the pub explained that Howard was probably already dead, but the only one who had ever survived an old Greg encounter was Mr. Hopkins. As he pointed to, to a man sitting at the other end of the bar, Vince proceeded to walk over to Mr. Hopkins to speak about his experience, and the man just uncontrollably screamed hysterically. While Vince was dealing with a hysterical fisherman with old Greg, oh, with old Greg PTSD, Howard was just beginning to wake up in a dark, dingy cave. He he shot up and demanded to know where he was. Old Greg replied, "Greg's place. You've been sleeping. Do you want a little drinky?" Offering Howard a glass of Bailey's, obviously. Um, and for some fucking reason, Howard actually took it. I don't think I would drink this scaly man fishes uh baileys it was in a cup though not in a shoe so i guess that's fine um so old greg wanted to know if howard liked his place he said he has all things that are good and offered howard gifts some ran gifts of random items around the cave howard said he liked the way the cave was decorated and he refused the gifts um so we refuse these weird-ass gifts, but some, some, for some reason he drank this Bailey's that was given to him by old Greg. Doesn't make sense, but whatever. Uh, so Howard tells old Greg he's ready to leave because he's not because he's got meetings and friends waiting for him. Old Greg began to get emotional and ask why he's trying to leave him when they have everything they need or everything they could ever need in this cave. He, he proceeded to show Howard an array of watercolors, uh, watercolor paintings the, that he had created, all entitled either Old Greg or Bailey's. Uh, Howard is still insisting on leaving, and this strikes up... Uh, oh, and this strikes up the ever-dreaded conversation of, Do you love me? Here's how it went. Old Greg... Do you love me? Howard, oh dear. Old Greg, do you love me? Howard, um, I'm gonna have to pretend I didn't hear that, Greg. Old Greg, do you think you could ever love me? Howard, it doesn't really work like that, Greg. Old Greg, how does it work? Tell me how it works. I guess Howard's about to drop some knowledge on us. Um, so Howard says, well, you get to know someone, you hang out, you see where that goes, this, that, and the other, and eventually, you know, I don't know you. Old Greg, you know me. What about the boat times? That was our first date. 
You pulled me in with your strong arms. Howard, look, Greg, I don't know you. Old Greg, oh, you know me. You've seen my downstairs mix-up, which means his mangina, obviously. Howard, I didn't ask to see that, did I? Old Greg, or old Greg continues to... Oh, continues trying to convince Howard that he does actually love him and all the good times they had together. While Howard denied, oh, while Howard denied him time after time, story of my fucking life. Um, I feel you, Greg. You love me. You see me, and you know me. I'm old Greg. Howard begins to insult old Greg and tell him how pathetic he is and that he needs to deal with the fact that he doesn't love him and never will. Old Greg exclaims that he will deal with it the the same way he dealt with Carly Jefferson. Um, so little is known about this encounter, but old Greg points up to reveal Jefferson mounted like a fish or mounted like a fish trophy and hung up on Greg's cave wall. So that's terrifying. Uh, this obviously made Howard change his tune. Uh, now he said he could learn to love him. Um, falsely admiring his uh, tutu and the way the water glistened off of his scales and his seaweed hair. He said he was playing hard to get, playing a game, but he actually does love old Greg, obviously. Greg loves games, so he'll play. <laughs> so Greg loves games and continues to sing a song about it. Um, I'll share the link to that. It's terrifying, and I'm you're prepared for the nightmares, but I'll link that. Um, during this catchy jig, Vince and his friends are in a submarine at the bottom of Black Lake looking for Howard. What great friends. Um... Back to Howard and Old Greg's second date. So Old Greg cooked Howard a beautiful dinner and made sure to share that he received an A-plus in home economics when he was in school, uh, when he had made the best crumble his teacher had ever tasted. Um, old Greg wants nothing more than to make Howard happy and to live a long life with him. Um... With this, old Greg started giving Howie, Howard, some advice and criticism about his music. Um, so he tells him that he doesn't have the funk, he has no rhythm, and old Greg wants to help because he does indeed have the funk. Uh, he keeps, he apparently keeps the funk in a box. It's a small creature about the size of a medicine ball covered in teats from another planet and landed on Bootsy Collins' house. So, uh, Bootsy Collins was just a simple farmer until he decided to milk the titties of the funk and made, and made himself a funk shake. Apparently the liquid from the titties, the milk from the titties, he made a funk shake. Um, he began to feel fizzy inside. He got dizzy and passed out. When he came to, he was slapping a, a bass guitar fast and loose like some kind of delirious funky priest. Two months later, the two months later, he was world famous um, and touring in a band 
called Parliament. One day, Parliament was traveling on the mothership, fooling around with the funk, and George Clinton clicked the funk clean overboard. That was July 2nd, 1979, the day the funk died. After this, old Greg found the funk. The original thought, oh, he originally thought it was a sea anemone, but under close inspection realized it was a funk ball of teats from outer space, obviously. What else would it be? Um, And he was going to return him back to the parliament, but I guess the uh, ball of funk said, they didn't fucking listen to me anyway. I don't want to go back to that shit. Um, so now he lives with old Greg in his cave. So old Greg suggested to Howard that they make some funk shakes and start a band. Travel the world and become famous as the family funk. But the only condition was that Howard had to marry old Greg. Funky freedom for marriage seems like a fair deal to me. Uh, so Howard actually agreed. Um, and old Greg started planning the wedding while cracking open a fresh bottle of Bailey's. Aw, they were going to be a happy couple. So cute. Um, so suddenly, a submarine enters the cave and Vince emerges. Oh, Vince emerges begging Howard to hurry and get in. Without hesitation, Howard grabs the funk box and runs to the submarine. Howard and Vince escape with the funk they get the band back together and head back to london to play gigs all over the world or so they thought little did they know old greg was tagging along atop their van wearing a beautiful wedding dress and would forever seek revenge against the man who broke his heart and stole the funk the end Yay! <laughs> okay, so for those of you that uh, haven't caught on yet, this is not an actual legend or folklore. This is actually an episode from the British uh, comedy skit show, The Mighty Boosh. Uh, so similar to the American uh, Mad TV or SNL, starring actors Julian Barrett, he played Howard, and Noel Fielding, played Vince, and he also played Old Greg. Um, he is also one of the hosts of the Great British Bake Off. So that's that's ruined my life. I can't picture anything else. When I can't even watch that show anymore. All I can see is Old Greg. It's very disturbing. Um, so honestly, I felt like I needed to share this with the class because uh, at work a couple weeks ago, a co-worker showed me this video of Old Greg, and I can't get it out of my fucking head like it's all I fucking think about and now I just keep talking in his accent and I don't know what to do with my life um so I thought it would be a silly little mini so that might actually give you nightmares so uh you're fucking welcome uh, so if you guys really want to watch it and get nightmares like I did I uh, watched the whole episode um this episode of my podcast is actually going to be about the same length as the uh, episode. <laughs> but if you want to check it out, go ahead. Uh, it is The Mighty Boosh Season 2, Episode 5. Oh, shit. That's fucking ironic. This is also Episode 5. That was not planned, but here we are. It was meant to be, guys. 
so exciting. Um, anyway, so I am forever disturbed by old Greg, but I also, I fucking, I fucking love him. I love it. I love it so much. So, uh, I hope you guys, uh, enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed doing legitimate research uh, about this made up murderous hermaphrodite. Oh, yep. This made up murderous hermaphroditic, hermaphroditic, Jesus, merman creature that lives at the bottom of Black Lake and loves drinking Bailey's out of a shoe. And, uh, yeah, until next time, cheers, bitches. That was amazing. I love you guys, and I hope you enjoyed that. So, yeah, I'm going to drink the rest of my truly this citrus squeeze, and I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Okay, bye. Make sure to follow the Serial Killers and Seltzer Instagram page at SerialKillers underscore Seltzer. And feel free to shoot me an email. Send me any fun stories you have or creepy stories you have. And maybe I'll turn them into a whole episode. Uh, just go ahead and email me at amijustcray at gmail.com. It's a commercial. Oh, why? Damn it, kid. Pure Romance is the nation's largest and fastest-growing woman-to-woman direct seller of relationship enhancement and intimacy products, including sex toys, bath, beauty, and cosmetic products, creams, lubricants, and massage oils, lingerie, bedroom accessories, and gifts and jewelry. If you would like to browse my website, go ahead and type in pureromance.com backslash K-A-L-E-E-W-E-L-L-S.